Hi, I'm Dr. Mila Brujic, and I'm joined with Dr. Kerry Geed on engineering your dream practice from the ground up on the OI show. So, Kerry, thank you for being on the show. Appreciate you. Um, I invited you on here for a very specific reason. First and foremost, we met several years ago at a contact lens meeting, um, and we've always kind of stayed in touch since then. And um, over the years, your practice certainly has evolved. But um, if you could give the audience and the listeners just a little bit of a background, um, where you went to school, when you moved to Florida, and then when you started and how you started your practice, please. Sure. Thanks, Mila. Thanks for having me. And and I really appreciate all you've done for our profession and our friendship that we've built. And I think we both agree that how we collaborate and learn from our our peers, you know, obviously how we learn has, has grown and, and evolved a lot in our careers and what used to be in a textbook or in a classroom, yeah. you know, is now podcasts and social media mm-hmm, and things. So mm-hmm. I am honored to have the opportunity to speak with you today and, and be a part of this endeavor that that you and Dave have started. And by uh, learning, as as by learning, you mean you telling me stuff and me learning yeah. and me absorbing it from you. Oh, thank, it's, thank it's you a two-way street. <laughs> it is a two-way street. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I graduated Ohio State in the year 2000. I did an ODMS program and had some great mentors there that that really uh, set me up for a lot of wonderful opportunities in my career as, as things evolved. But I had met my husband, and he was doing a residency at Ohio State when we were there, and he had lived in Orlando, Florida for some time. And I was from Cleveland, and we decided for a lot of different reasons to venture down to Florida after we both finished our degrees at Ohio State, and and this has since been home for the last 20 plus years. Um, I founded a practice with another female partner. My husband has has a, a separate private practice in town, and so we've never worked together uh, in practice, even though we're both optometrists. Uh, but I started a practice in 2003 after um, a short run uh, working as an employed OD for another private practice and some other uh, options and opportunities that I that I pursued early, early in my career uh, as a Florida transplant. And so Eola Eyes is the name of my practice, which is named after a, a lake in the center of downtown Orlando. Now, Carrie, I want to stop you there just a second, because so your, your partnership is a unique one. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, from a, a business owner uh, and when people hear about other people owning businesses, you know, sometimes they get caught up in a lot of the the, the business owns you, the business consumes you. But you really were strategic about this whole thing right out of the gate. So in March 2003, like you said, you opened your practice. But but tell me a little bit more about really kind of how you constructed it to really be um, the practice life balance that you wanted it to be. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, looking back on it, I think my partner and I made some great choices that that maybe we're a stroke of luck combined with with a lot of intentional thought and strategy. Uh, but yeah, we really came together. We we actually had met each other down here. She went to a different optometry school and we decided um, early on when we met and decided to, to, to start a practice together that, you know, we we were passionate about uh, the same things about high quality patient care and, and the patient experience we wanted to provide. And and really felt like we were very aligned in our goals for practice, but also uh, just as importantly aligned in our our career goals, which were to you know have a have a, a career that that allowed us to also uh, have a family and and attend to them and and even pursue other options within the the field professionally. You know, my uh, 
experience at Ohio State and some of the things that that evolved from that were options to do research and consulting and, and things. So really to to really develop a, a practice and life balance, you know, we were we were intentional about that from the beginning that um, we were going to be a, essentially at the time a one full time equivalent practice that we split. And that allowed us to divide and conquer a lot of the administrative duties, the financial risks and burden, um, as well as the patient care and, and all that. To, to, so uh, I, th- I think it's, and Carrie, I have to stop you, just pause you for a second, because in particular for um, practitioners that are that are maybe interested in going into um, practice ownership may have some concerns. I think you brought up a few kind of really, really interesting things. One, right off the get-go, you're partnering with somebody. So you're sharing a lot of that risk, but you also are both very aligned. Um, you're both sharing what what sounds like to be a full-time um, practice or practitioner's schedule. So you're both saying, hey, I'm going to vote, devote two and a half days a week to patient care, and then some other percentage of time towards admin. Like, did you guys just divvy that up and say, well, hey, I like doing this, I enjoy doing this, or did you guys really kind of split that up 50-50 and say, Hey, let's work on the marketing together. Hey, let's work on HR together. Like, how did you guys divvy that up initially? Yeah, I think it was a combination of things. I think, you know, you realize certain strengths and things you you have an affinity for, or a, a, you know, a knack for that you might not have even been able to divvy up on paper before you, you did it. I mean, I think especially in, you know, you and I, when we went to school, there was some practice management training, but, but you know, nothing really prepares you for being a business owner and an HR manager and you know, sometimes a plumber and a janitor and, and everything else that goes into that. Um, so, you know, we did things that, that um, you know, I think on the financial side allows for some checks and balances. You know, I paid the bills when she'd reconcile the checkbook or, um, you know, just different things like that, where we both were able to keep a pulse on the business and and not that there were ever any trust issues because we really have not had any of that, but it it, it just allowed us to, to kind of check each other in a positive way. Um, to, to make sure nothing was, was, uh, you know, getting out of, out of line about or out of turn. Um, to this day, uh, you know, uh, one of us does payroll, one of us does, you know, other things. And, and we definitely divide and conquer not to duplicate efforts, you know, 20 years together, it, it really is a marriage and, and, uh, you know, you have your good days and your bad days and, and the days that you just, you know, it all goes smoothly and the days it doesn't. And, and, uh, you know, you just keep in mind that you're all after the same goal. You're all on the same team. You know, we're all working towards the, the same, yeah. you know, mission. And that's to serve our, our patients and our team members and our colleagues in practice. So, uh, you know, if you kind of keep your eye on the prize like that, it, it, it kind of has fallen into place. And we've been really fortunate how it's worked out for us. And Carrie, too, you know, it's, it's so interesting. You talk about... Um, learning things in school as well too. I think the schools do as best of a job as they can, right? Like, you know, they're trying to teach um, the business side of it, but it's just like everything, you know, they taught us how to refract in optometry school as well too, but until you get into the clinics and really start kind of spinning the dials and asking the patients and hearing how they answer those questions, it's difficult to really get a feel for that. And I think it's the same thing with the business side. I think the schools really give foundationally what we need, but until we really get out there and start practicing it, that's when you really start honing those skills. And, it, and, it, and it's evolving so fast, too, with respect to regulations, with respect to yeah. EHR and how all of that functions. So, Carrie, yeah. um, for, for the group, and again, this is such an awesome conversation. I love, I love how you started. I love how you guys said, 
this is our goal. This is what we both want. We want a full-time equivalent doc. We're both going to share this time. We're going to both going to share responsibilities. We share overhead. We share costs. We kind of share everything, but this is kind of the mission that we want to go. You always keep your eye on the prize so that everything's kind of getting completed the way it's supposed to. But tell the, 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 the audience where you guys started um, in terms of like how many exam rooms you had when you started, um, how many staff members you had when you started. And now fast forward to 2021 and tell us where you are now. Sure. Well, we we really smart started cold and sm- as small beans as you get with one lane and one employee, and you know that was that was really the beginning. We we entered practice at the time we were kind of on the cusp of EHRs. I think if we had opened, you know, perhaps a year or two later, there would have been no question about it that you didn't have paper records. But we we opened when paper records were still a thing. So, um, you know, we obviously did some things on the computer, but but we're still largely on paper and. So uh, anyway, and, and we quickly grew. We um, we've relocated. We we had um, a small historic building that we rented originally. We moved um, one time due to some hurricane issues in Central Florida um, that took out our building, mm-hmm. and, and we moved once unexpectedly, and then moved again due to growth. And so we've been in, in our current building, which we own for ten years. We have um, four lanes and and um, usually eleven employees somewhere in there. It varies a little bit. Uh, and we have four doctors now. Um, we had a third partner join us in 2009, um, and then an associate join us uh, in 2014. Um, so That's we great. still, to this day, you know, kind of split patient time, and we're about a two to two and a half time, full-time equivalent practice with four doctors um, dividing the duties. Carrie, um, you know, I, I could speak to you all afternoon about practice management issues, logistics. A lot of the things on the business side that, um, again, for a practitioner who's maybe not necessarily a practice owner, wants to get into it, would benefit so much from. Um, we only have a limited amount of time here, but I, I promise um, as long as you you agree to come back, I'd love to have you back on the show to, 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 to pinch into some of these other topics and just do a deeper dive into a lot of this stuff. Because I, I do think there's just a lot of things that not only... Um, people going into practice, but also people in practice can kind of pick up from you and learn from you. Well, thank you. Carrie, Carrie, thank you for being here with us. And uh, thank you, audience, for joining us today on the OI Show. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. Make sure you're listening to our podcast. And we look forward to the next time. Thanks, Mila. 